You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to a very, very special episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Now, now, Doc, we say this all the time when we have a special episode. Um, not to say that none of the other special episodes that we've had in the past aren't special, but this is like legitimately a special episode. It is a one-of-a-kind episode. In 200 and what? What episode are we on now? Like 50? You and I are the worst at knowing what episode we're on. <laughs> Over 200 episodes. We just celebrated five years. And normally we do this through the power of technology. You know, shout out to technology, all that good stuff. Shout out to Skype. Shout out to Dropbox. Don't give away all the secrets. Don't give away all the game. The game is to be sold, not told, baby. But there's no better technology than someone's actual physical presence. And you are in my home right now. I am in the uh, head, the Ohio headquarters of Clock Radio Speakers. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. So we can't just do a regular episode. We kind of like... We had to do something to commemorate such a special occasion. And I think the person whose music we're going to talk about at length today, um, we could call him a friend of the show, right? Yeah, I think that's... <laughs> sure, that's fair. We, we have certain artists that we talk about at length more than others. Um, and sometimes they fall off. You know, they don't, they don't follow up. Um, in a way that engages us or whatever. And that, you know, that's cool. But there are some artists who over time, no matter what they do, manage to hold our uh, attention. And that I would say, would you agree in saying that that's sort of a hard thing to do, just given our lives and our schedules? You mean as like generic fans? Just, just as people in general, just as adults, like we're, we're both in our early 30s. We both have families and responsibilities and you know, like we don't have time to sit on IRC and download every single mixtape that comes out like we did 10 years ago. Right. Um, yeah, I would say that's a fair assessment. I mean, the artist we're talking about today is certainly somebody who has done a really good job at keeping his fans, um, we'll say waiting. It's a nice, somber, like soft way of putting it. Right. His fans have been anticipating, of course, we're, we're talking about. Mr. Frank Ocean. Franklin Oceanic. And before we get there, we should, we should uh, mention people. You should follow the show on Twitter. Absolutely. At CRS Podcast. Uh, ClockRadioSpeakers.com is your one and only home for all things Clock Radio Speakers. You can get episodes there. You can get links to our Twitter, which is at CRS Podcast. You can get links to Facebook. You won't get a link to SoundCloud because not only are we not actively posting the SoundCloud, but our SoundCloud Pro subscription actually ran out. So all those episodes are like... They're gone. They're there, but they won't let anybody get to them. They want me to pay up, but obviously I don't need that. But yeah, nah, they're yeah. they're gone. Yeah, man, forget SoundCloud, G. We don't need <laughs> we don't need we don't need that that conglomerate. Respect their conglomerate. I, I'm not respecting any conglomerate dealing with SoundCloud unless it deals with my personal. Account. So uh, so anyway, yeah. So uh, you can follow us both on Twitter. I am Doc underscore Beats. S not a Z, and you are good, sir. Armand, wake up. A R M O N D, wake up. All one word. And when we talk about Frank Ocean today, typically when we talk about an artist, we're talking about like a project. Yeah. Maybe even like a project and like, oh, they also came out with like video, like a whole visual out. No, no. We're talking about two projects. Two full projects, two videos, 
He's got um, two versions. A mag. He came out with a magazine. Magazine. He did a lot in forty eight hours. There's been a lot leading up to this, though. Clearly, sure. Like he hasn't just been chilling for four years. It's Absolutely. been four years since Channel Orange, and that's crazy. Now, to, to give it. people who might, who might not have heard us talk about Channel Orange on the show before, let, let's let's make it clear where we stand on Channel Orange. Um, I think it's a fantastic, amazing, incredible album, and it's Mad Eye. Um, Sweet Life is an incredible song. Um, Thinking About You was great when it came out until everybody got on YouTube and sang it over and over and over see, and you over. Gotta, see, you got you to stop watching that. I don't even watch it. I just see it enough to know that I don't <laughs> want to hear it. But Sweet Life is an incredible record. Um, But it, it, it's, it's Mad Eye. I, I'm more partial to Nostalgia Ultra. Yeah, hold on. Let me talk about that real quick because there, there's this there's this ugly rumor that I'm just not a Frank Ocean fan, and that is not true at all. You are not a Channel Orange. I'm not a Channel Orange stan. I don't love it the way that. You, and no disrespect to you for calling it stan because you're entitled to your own opinion. I'm not someone who loves that album like everybody else does. Right. But for me, or for anyone to deny Frank Ocean's talent would be very ignorant. He's okay. talented and he has put out great music. That's Agreed. it. Agreed. So, are we are we going to talk about anything else? Is there anything going on? Um, are we going to talk about? I don't know. Um, My name is Jeffrey. Yeah. Are we going to talk about a, a young thug song called Harambe, or one called Wyclef, or one called Swiss Beats, or Riri? Or no, we're not talking about Young Thug right now. We should listen. We should listen to Swiss Beats like here, just because we're like <laughs> together. <laughs> We should like join in that. We should have that like live, but we'll do it next week. Yeah. Or the week after next week. Cause we're not, we're not going to talk about uh, Kanye on tour. Though, though video came out last night. I need a ticket. I, Doc, you already got tickets, I, right? I will be attending uh, the show in Boston uh, next weekend. So about a, uh, as we record this a week and a day from now. So, and he will be in Columbus September 25th. I, I need to do something since Puff Daddy decided to fake uh, pull his shoulder or whatever. The original, re- well, one of the original reasons why I was coming out here in the first place, and we talked about this last night when we did our quick little live episode, which isn't up yet, will probably be up soon. Be we, up. We, we talked about French Montana. So that's another album that we're not talking about right now, MC4. Um, we did a quick little quick little live episode, um, and that'll be on com as well. But anyway... Um, you were talking about so yeah we, yeah you you came out here for the bad boy for the concert. bad boy concert right, right. so yeah. we're not talking yeah right so we're not talking about Kanye this week we're not gonna talk about Young Thug we're not gonna talk about Tory Lanez's fourteen skits nope we're not gonna talk about De La Soul and their crowdfunded album that I'm very interested to hear so needless to say next week will probably be and and by next week we don't mean this week coming up I just want to make that very clear we're dropping two episodes late in the week y'all will be all right. T- take a couple bars off. We're going to let just live. <laughs> and then we'll see y'all the week after next. And right after Labor Day. Right I, after because Labor Day. I want your commentary. I'm sure you'll text me. Right. But I, want, I don't right. want detailed commentary until we do that episode. Right. Because I, I need to hear about this show. Because the clips that were on Twitter last night looked in, incredible. I need that. Okay. So um, let's talk about Frank. Let's do it, man. So my iPad, hold up. Hold up. So Boys Don't Cry, the website goes online over a year ago, originally. Sure. Um, 
he talked about having two versions back then. I got two versions. Did he say that? Yeah. Okay. Um, people didn't really know what it meant. Uh, yeah, you know, Ravi, listen, I, I'm going to blame Master P and his No Limit ads in the source. And I'm just going to think, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to blame the late 90s of hip hop. So whenever an artist says, I have two different versions or this is coming out really soon, for the most part, we're going to take that with a grain of salt. A really, really big grain of salt, right. But he wasn't lying. So, you know, goes online. Uh, his, I will say people associated with Frank have been talking about this album for a little while. And every time that like something pops up, like an interview or somebody says something on Twitter, I feel like fans really, really got their hopes up every mm-hmm. time. But mm-hmm. with the few exceptions, I feel like Frank has been fairly quiet. Extremely. I can't think of the last time I heard him say something about music. And he even poked fun at himself being late with the library card thing on the website, right? Where it shows like the different dates, like should have been due dates. And then, I didn't see that. Yeah, and then there was one where it was like July of this this year with like the date all like crossed out, whatever. So like <laughs> clearly he, he he was acknowledging like people have been waiting, people have been waiting. Um, so did he was did he say did, was he the one who said the album will be available in July? No, it was because it showed up in that library card image, I think. Ah. Okay. Um, so people were like, oh, must be July. Well, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't July. Yeah. Oh, and then there was the New York Times. We talked about this in the show last month. There was the New York Times article where they were like, hey, Frank Ocean's album is oh. coming out. And everybody was like, oh, and then everybody like waited up at night and it was like, nah, mm, eh, no, not happening. Sorry. Yeah. Womp, womp. I feel sorry for everybody who went to work that Friday morning. You're sleepy and you're disappointed. I woke up and I was just like... See, Armand can see all my facial expressions in real time right this now. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is fantastic. So, uh, we got the video that was that popped up on boysdon'tcry.co. Uh, it seemed to be something, but then people realized it was just looping, and it was him making something, working on something. Yeah. What the video ended up turning into, of course, was Endless, which dropped about a week ago. About a week ago, a week ago. Right. La- we were recording this on Friday. Was, was it last Friday? Was it, was it Friday or Thursday? It was either Thursday or Friday. Endless, a visual album comes out. Yeah. Um, kind of shows up, not randomly, but people were just like, wait a minute. This is actually real. Yeah. It's not a loop. And then, and we'll talk about the impact of this later, but not only was it a visual album, but apparently it satisfies his contract with Def Jam, which... How? I'm not really sure. It counts. It's a release. Sure, 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 sure. I mean, similar, you know, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. But I'm, I'm just thinking because most new artists, do, do they still, don't they still sign five album deals? I mean, maybe not, right, in this era of... Yeah. What, but anyway, um, he's clearly, like, he's had reported issues with, with Def Jam for a minute. Like, that's not a new thing. That I didn't know. I knew the old stuff. Like, in well, Flying yeah, Pro I mean, Day, it's sure. never been great. Sure, um, sure. So... And you got to feel it's stupid if you're Def Jam. Right. They, 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 they had one of they the biggest endless. artists. They get endless, but they don't get blonde. I mean, but you have one of the biggest artists in the world right now. Right. He, and the, and the, the, the notoriety around this release and everything that's happening will take him to a different level. Absolutely, it will. I need to see him on tour. Mm. Hmm. The problem is, see, I should have seen him after Channel Orange because he was doing, like, he did Terminal 5 in New York City. Yeah. Which... That's like a general admission, yeah. Like mid-sized place. He's not doing Terminal Five now. No, he's doing small arenas now. Right. right? Yeah. Right. But um, 
So let's actually talk about Endless. So we should be clear. We're talking about the music. We are not reviewing the video content of Endless. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the whole movie just him building a staircase? Yes. I heard it was him building a staircase or stairway to heaven. And listen, listen. <laughs> See, listen. I got to look over at Armand. Listen, let me, t- <laughs> let me t- tell you why I'm mad. <laughs> it's my fourth album. You, you deep Frank Ocean fans, you guys have to relax. I saw so many theories with Blonde and with Endless within the last few. Now, I ain't even really been on Twitter like that. Right. But I saw more conspiracy theories. It's like the Illuminati's back made a resurgence. You know what I'm saying? But no, we're only talking music in true clock radio speakers fashion. So we're going to start by talking about Endless, which opens with something called Device Control, which is sampled. It's really just a song by a guy named Wolfgang Tillmans. And it's from music of his that's not even out yet. And it's also, if you get to the very end of the project, it's the same thing that plays at the end. I'm not really talking about this song. We're skipping ahead to the real first track. Which is, uh, at your best, you are love, uh, the Isley Brothers cover. Yep. This has been floating. He had, a, he did a version as live or something, right? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. This was cool. Yeah, it was Mad Eye. Yeah. Not, not kind of my, not my favorite, but it sets an interesting tone for, for Endless. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say this isn't the real album, but like, it doesn't take long getting into this project before you realize, oh, this is something else. Yes. Uh, which is why Def Jam's got to be feeling like, you know, it'd be like if you, it, you know, you sign someone to a deal and you get their, you get the scraps and then when the real meal comes out, oh, nope, sorry, yep. I'm going somewhere else with that. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, the Isaac Brothers covers, mm, it's, it's all right. It's mad eye. It's, it's, it's cool. And it's, it's very... You have to intentionally mess up that song. It's a classic record. Ozzy Brothers, classic. Aaliyah, classic. Even the the R. Kelly remix, which a lot of people don't talk about. Classic. Who? <laughs> Let me tell y'all about Doc's body language setting up that who. <laughs> Yo, he stood straight up and made sure that he enunciated and he was right in the mic when he gave out that who. You got to put your back into it. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Let's talk about Alabama. Yeah. This is a beautiful song. This record is dope. Yeah, Sampha is great on here. This is one of my favorites off this project. This is a dope record. Yeah, I love this song. This is a really good, um, this is a good mix CD record. Mm, what do you mean by that? May, we've talked about this at length on, on different episodes, you know. You making you making a a, a a a burn CD, a mix CD, or a playlist for a particular young lady that you are interested in? Um, you throw this on there. You throw this on there. I think it works. Yeah, I mean, a play, you're not really still doing mix CDs. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I mean, playlists are still they still rock, but you kind of have to go into some other factors. Do they have Spotify? Do they have Apple Music? Do they have title? You've got logistics. Yeah, there's different, but nothing beats a burn CD and a Sharpie. Now, are you, are they still selling individual blank CDs at Office Depot? Are they still selling the 50 pack? Cause you know, like 10 years ago, you had to keep a spindle on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think of where I would even play a CD. 
In your car. Yeah, I guess my car has a CD player. Yeah, in your car. Okay. That's enough. All right. Anything else you want to say about Alabama? Nah. It's really good. I don't want to sell it short. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. It's a dope record. All right. Uh, Mine. This song is cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dope. This is the one where he's rapping, right? Yeah, and he's kind of rapping like Drake on, at times. Like, he, he, he dips into the Drake flow. Yep. Yeah, we're going to hear Aubrey a couple times. How, how do you feel about Frank Ocean rapping? Um, I don't mind it. Um, Has he gotten better? Yeah. I don't want to say yeah, only because when I didn't listen, I wasn't listening to the early days of uh, Odd Future. So I didn't get into them until Tyler's Wolf. Though she was the first Tyler record that I heard that was like, yo, this is dope. But I didn't hear Goblin. And I didn't hear anything before that. So I don't know per se, but um, it, he's not whack. Right. He's not whack. Yeah. Like if, I, if I'm really playing and list through, I'm not skipping the song, but I'm not sitting to myself going, yeah, I really want to hear mine. Yeah. And I want to talk about that later on in the show because both of these albums bring up a really good point in terms of uh, individual songs. That's interesting. I, okay, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, you and ITY. <laughs> First off, I thought he was going to cover the Queen Latifah record. <laughs> um, in about 20 seconds in, I realized he was, and I was I, disappointed. On this song, I'm kind of like, you know what? Frank is getting better at rapping. Like, okay. I, I feel that way. Um, I feel like this song feels like, and I could say that about a lot of songs in here, this feels like a demo. A lot of these records sound like demos. I think Def Jam got caught with a Frank Ocean demo demo record. Nah, there's some demos on Blonde, too. Um, yeah, uh, this song is okay. It's weird. It's like incomplete in a purposeful way. Yeah. Now, you said before we started recording that yeah. there was, there was some, some sprinkles of other artists on this record. You, you man most deaf? I hear a lot of Yasin Bey and Frank Ocean on both of these projects. Especially on this one. Especially, yeah, more so on this one than Blonde, yes. And you pointed out a little, little bit of your man, Wyclef Jean. A little bit. A little bit of the, I, can't, I was going to think of a really funny, Mr. Guantanamera. Guant, yeah. <laughs> Give Frank the little straw hat, a little small guitar. <laughs> he, can just be- he just needs some suspenders with no shirt underneath it. Rock out. He could be kind of like, Sitting literally on the edge of the dock, kind of yeah, like, you know, swinging his feet, playing a guitar. Some chick with like a rose in her hair next to him. <laughs> Secretly, Armand is describing his next video treatment. Listen, listen, relax. <laughs> Let's just not get ahead of ourselves. We're talking about Frank Ocean here. Uh, after you on ITY, we've got Ambience 01, which is not even a song. Yeah. Uh, we've got Com Com de Garçon. Uh, really short. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't need this. <laughs> I didn't need this at all. It's okay. I'm being I'm being kind and generous. It's all right. Yeah. And then you get Ambience O Two, super short. A little bit of a song in here, but I don't really like it. The drums remind me of uh mine, mm. Beyonce. Okay. The doom, doom, like sort of right, that right, right, gives right, me right, a. Right. a Roll with a good girl sort of vibe. Um, Wither, which, like, this whole th- album kind of sounds like a, a demo in some sense, but this is like him and a guitar 
in front of a mic in a room, but not even like the the mic's well placed. Like he's in the corner of the room on a stool. Listen, we're talking about endless here. We're not talking about blonde. I want you to relax. Yes, we are talking about endless. Yeah, but we will be saying that a lot on blonde. Uh, Spoiler alert. You, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, it's a good song. Here's my problem with Wither. I'm not sad enough to listen to this song. The like this album, this album makes a sharp right turn into. I don't even want to call them the feels. It's just like an endless ocean of sadness. I, I see what you did there. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Wordplay. Um, yeah. So I guess the first part of these lyrics were taken from a Calvin Klein commercial that he did a while back. Um, but th- in general, this song is... Uh, nah, I'm good. Yeah. And it's unusual because like, if he would have released Endless without releasing Blonde, this would... I would be... This would be a withering review right now because as a standalone project, this is not a good album. I'm just, mm. I'm just, we're just going to skip it. But like, spoiler, I, alert. spoiler alert, but like, I, so when I talk about this, I'm keeping in mind that yes, there's Blonde as a, which is also coming up. And I, I kind of wonder like the point of this mm. project, right? Um, you know, not sure, <laughs> trying to figure it out. But um, so after Wither, we've got uh, Hublot's. <laughs> barely even a song like a few lines and we're out so is it is this like should he have chopped and sampled uh jay's line from otis new watch alert new watch alert um no it what is dope on here is the intro to in here somewhere i want to sample that so bad well then do it but and i like the instrumental like in here somewhere i'm cool on so like uh alabama was good and i like in here somewhere so we're up to two <laughs> Well, my oh not mine. Uh, uh, yeah, mine. Mine is cool. Mine is cool. Um, slide on me. I, I like the outro, but the song itself just feels. The word I want to use is light. This sounds like this should have been on the carnival. <laughs> I'm not even saying that in a slanderous way. Like this, this really sounds like Wyclef to me. Right. Yeah. I, but I don't listen to Frank Ocean, so I can talk about Wyclef Jean. Right, exactly. I hope no one does. <laughs> I said that in a slanderous tone. We we are we are screaming through endless. This is not <laughs> going to be a two side of the song. Uh, sideways sounds like three other songs on here. Mm. Like these all sound like ideas. Mm. Like this slide. I mean, like a lot of these are just kind of like they're riffs, like they're little like snippets of ideas, but. No. All right, so I'm going to jump on the deep Frank Ocean bandwagon. Okay. Maybe Endless is supposed to be a bunch of ideas to go with the video of him building something because he's building off of these ideas, which then lead into Blonde, which is the full project. I think he was building his way off of Def Jam. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what he was building. I mean, that's just, yeah. <laughs> um, that's clear as day. Florida. Uh, it's not a song. It's not a bad little interlude, though. It's got a good feel. And Death Wish is an interlude as well. These are all like little snippets of songs. Um, do you got anything that pops in the mind about Florida or Death Wish? No. Nope. And then Rushes, like, I would describe this as meandering. Like, by this end, of, like, this point in the project, it's just dragging to me. Yeah. Um, I just yawned. <laughs> the instrument at the end the instrumental at the end like gets my attention a little bit but it's like nah nah it's too long yeah this project is too long some of the songs sound the same 
Um, it sounds like a lot. Like there are points in both of these albums where Frank is just doing stuff, filling <laughs> space. Right. And it's not entertaining. No, like there's just... Like the thing about this album is like I had to look down when I was listening to it because they all like the tracks everything, run into everything each other goes so fast, right? And um, it's one of those projects. I, I guess probably Alabama would be the record that I would like go to. Yeah, but honestly, I would probably just let this play. I would probably just go from Alabama and just let it play. Um, but these last few records is when you kind of snap out of whatever you're doing. Like, I'm letting it play while I'm cleaning the house. Right, 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 I'm right, running right, right, errands. Right. I'm doing whatever. Then I'm snapping out of it saying, whoa, like, what's wrong with Frank? Like, what's going on? Like, this is a lot. Yeah. I mean, Rushes 2 and Higgs, to me, are very, like, I'm honestly just mad cool on, all, on this entire last run. Yeah, I agree. Um, and honestly, like, yeah, this is such, when I first heard this, before I knew for sure that there was an actual like real Boys Don't Cry, aka Blonde album coming, I was actually like really worried. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, Frank disappears for four years, and this is what you and get. this is what we get. I don't think it's an accident that Apple Music reps were real quick to to tell news outlets, oh no no, there's more coming this weekend. Yeah, because um, I mean. Look, if you honestly, if you disagree, I'd love to hear it. Hit us up on, on Twitter. Use the hashtag Clock Radio Speakers or just at CRS Podcast. Like, I feel like they kind of went into damage control after this a little bit because I, I feel like most people saw this and they were like, huh? This is what we got? Like, I feel like they had to remind people, no, 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 no. There's a real album coming. Because mm. this isn't it. This yeah. is incredibly disappointing. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, good. We can get through that because the only thing I really want to talk about is Blonde. Okay, let's do it. Because this album is fascinating to me. You said fascinating? Fascinating. Interesting. Um, so the entire, like, not the entire, one of the big, like, overarching concepts of this album is duality. And, and him sort of, I mean, just to be really frank, like, he is battling these, not battling, he is coming to grips with what he kind of, I think, sees as, masculine and feminine sort of concepts in his life mm. right even so like the album is called blonde it's spelled one way in the credits versus on the album cover that is not a that's not a that's not a mistake that is the difference between male and female spellings of how mm. you spell blonde mm. and then he's not even blonde on the cover mm -hmm. so like he is neither and and there's a like <laughs> Okay. You're like uh, trying to get deep with it. No, 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 no. I'm not even. I'm not even coming at you in your right. uh, like your definition of it. I'm just. Okay. So the idea, like when you think about him saying, "I've got two versions," when you think about the songs that have altered vocals, like these are literally like the different slices of Frank Ocean. At least that's how I. That's how I hear it. So you're telling me that a record like Nike's yeah. or some of the other records, um, I can't think of any others off the top, but those are like the feminine side of him. They're a different side of him. We'll just say, I don't know if that's an official like male versus feminine, but it's definitely like, he's clearly somebody grappling with himself. Okay. So, and in fact, the way the album is split, the album is exactly 60 minutes and it is split 
with knights down the middle, the beat switch on knights happens at precisely 30 minutes. Mm. There's intentionality going on here. Sure, sure. Um, he, he, you know, whether it works or not, we're going to talk about it in a second, but there's, a, there's definitely something intentional happening here. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Nikes. Let's do it. Because this was the video that we saw. Um, I, I didn't see the video. You didn't see the video? No, nah, I didn't see it. Uh, that came out first, and then the album came out not too, you know, within hours. I thought it switched. I thought the uh, project came out, and then it was the video. Um, okay. So I guess you can call this the first single? Yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, it's produced by Frank Ocean. Um, how do you feel about this song, Armand? Well, it reminded me of um, what we were talking about with Ray Schremer. Uh, that might have been last episode. Yeah. Where production isn't really melody-driven now. Like, mm. Artists are driving melody. Right. Like, there's nothing melodic about this beat. It's very, like, airy and right. filled with ambiance and all that stuff. And he's all over the place right. melodically. Um, I did not like the record at first, but it grew on me. It grew on me. It grew on me. Um, I still think it's a little too long. Mm. The bridge or whatever he goes at the end where he talks about, like, being prophets or whatever, like, that could have been a little sooner. Okay. I think it took him a while to get there, but uh, the record's dope. I say the record's dope. I, it had to grow on me as well. First time I heard it, I you know I was like, really, we're we're we're, we're pitching these vocals. Yeah, the vocals is what got me. Yep. And see, on the if you if you see the video, which it's actually a slightly different version of the song because in addition to him being pitched up, there are screwed vocals as ad libs, and you get mm. like a whole kind of different uh, different feel. But yeah, Nike's had to grow on me, but I like it a lot now. And I, and there's a common theme with a lot of these songs, which is as they go, they kind of gain steam. Yeah. And as Nike's goes, it definitely gains steam. Yeah. Um, but I like Nike's. I agree. It it uh, it goes. There's a, there's one record in particular that like two minutes in, you're like, yo. There's a couple records on here. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Ivy, produced by uh, Jamie XX. Um. This is a different sounding Frank, but compared to say like what you might have considered like a different sounding Frank Ocean on something like Endless, this is miles beyond Endless. Like this song is incredible. I love Ivy. Hmm. It's very different. The chorus is so good. This begins um, a, a running theme with this album that I'm not a fan of, but it's probably because of the type of music that I listen to. Okay. Um, there was a 50 cent line on a record called Love Me. Okay. That featured Eminem and Obi Trice. It was on the Eight yeah, Mile yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. And it said, um, I used to listen to Lauryn Hill and tap my feet. Then she put out a CD and didn't have no beats. And it was in reference to her Unplugged album that was just her and a guitar. And a lot of Blonde is Frank and a guitar. And I feel very much like Millhouse asking when we're going to get to the fireworks factory. Because these records, they build up, they build, they go along. Things get added into them. And it feels like you one of a favorite record of you and I, Dreams Fancy where the drums finally kick in and you get some sort of satisfaction. But with a lot of these Frank Ocean records, I don't get the satisfaction of the drums. Right. So as it stands right now, I've listened to the album, shoot, 
seven, eight times already. I'm still getting over not having drums where I want drums. It, it took me a minute. I I understand that. Like, cause at first I was kind of like, wow, this is, this was not the album I expected because I expected Channel Orange too, which yeah. is dumb. Yeah. And I think there's an interesting thing here that we haven't really talked about. We, I, I was going to say everything, but I'll, I'll say it now because it's on my mind, which is when you go away for four years, yep. fans don't really get to see the different, like all the different steps of your evolution between now and four years ago. Agree. You get a sudden jump. Agree. Like Kanye's first album comes out in 2004. Mm-hmm. Imagine if in, in, in 2008, he puts out 808s and Heartbreak. Right. Now imagine if we didn't get everything in the middle. Absolutely. Imagine if we go from college dropout to 808s. People and already thought 808s was weird. They would have thought, what is going on here? Exactly. Um, exactly. I mean, even the jump from graduation to 808s was a lot for, sure. for many. But like, think of Kendrick. So Kendrick went away for about two, two and a half years. Yep. And even then, he made he did a totally different change in sound. Now imagine, and we've heard even more with like Untitled Unmastered, and we have probably an idea of what his next, where he might be going even more into that realm of jazz, yeah. of sort of jazz. Yeah. Now imagine if instead, what? so this fall will be four years since Good Kid. Imagine, really? yeah. Oh my God. Now imagine, you know, in October, if we got a totally jazz influence, like even further afield than, than, um, Pimp Butterfly, like right. everybody would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. So right. that's mm-hmm. a danger when you have, when you go so long in between. Sure. Um, but, um, so that was one thing that I had to kind of keep, I, when I realized that I was like, okay, I'm not getting Channel Orange too, but I guess I'm almost kind of glad about that because I have Channel Orange. Sure. Like I really like Channel Orange. So sure. I can just go listen to that. Sure. Um, as much as I love pyramids and think that that is just an amazing like song. Yeah. I'm kind of glad there's no pyramids too. Right. Right. Um, right. So l- let's go to pink and white. Yes. Featuring uh, some background vocals from Beyonce, but yes. produced by Pharrell. Yes. Solely by Pharrell. Yeah. Uh, the credits originally create are credited Tyler yeah. as well. Tyler got on Twitter and said it was all Pharrell. All Pharrell. I I'm gonna go ahead and say that Chad is around, lingering around somewhere. I don't, I know why you think that. It's because of the bridge. Right? It's the bridge. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it is or is. I mean, Pharrell is truly the only one. Him and him and Frank are the only people credited. But <sighs> Pharrell is a bad man. Listen, man. Listen, man. His record is amazing. Um, that slight beat switch at the start of the second verse. Yes. I heard this and actually we had this in the, going on in the car when um my wife dropped me off at the airport yesterday and I was just like I was thinking to myself I need an NERD album, <laughs> bruh. It's now is the time I, and you just like the three of y'all and Tyler lock away in a studio and put something out. See, I know Chad doesn't want to tour though. So what if they just put Tyler out on tour? <laughs> Tyler and Pharrell. I think a lot of people, I think here's the problem. I think Tyler is still the demonic roach eating yeah. awkward kid to a lot of people. Right. And they just have not seen his growth. Right, right, right. So if they see Tyler and Pharrell together, they're just going to say, where's Chad? And they're not even going to like bother right. with, the, with the music. Considering the last NERD album, they could have kept that. You know, if that's where Pharrell and Chad are going to go, or that's where Pharrell and Chad are going to go, I'll take Tyler and Pharrell. But I don't, I don't know if that was necessarily Chad's doing. Yeah. Because Pharrell is not making the Neptune's music that I want to hear, for one. I mean, this is pretty good. Well, I was going to say, but like normally, 
that's why when I hear a record like this, this is classic Neptune. Yeah. So that's why I feel like Chad is somewhere lingering. Somewhere lingering yeah. Yes. Um, somewhere. I did. Li- <sighs> go ahead. Lyrically. Yeah. So this song is about um, his relationship with um, the female genitalia and cocaine. That is uh, one way to interpret pink and white. Yes. Um, not, not something we're going to be hearing in the Armand Wake Up catalog anytime soon. No. I mean, I've already. <laughs> <laughs> Go to armandwakeup.bandcamp.com for plenty of that. Um, it's amazing what perception does. Okay. Um, just how you can write about something and either romanticize it or demonize it. That's really all I want to say. Like, I, what I would say is, I think, you know, you and I have talked about before, I think we've joked in the show, kind of sort of the evolution of R&B songwriting. Yes. Where you used to be, used to, you know, 90s could be filthy. Yeah. But you're kind of making a reference or kind of talking about it obliquely. Mm-hmm. I saw the sun and moon and stars last night. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, trying to slow dance with some girl to that when I'm 12, 13 years old, you know. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and that is not how most R&B songwriting happens now. At all. Whether for good or for worse, it's just the trend. That's just where they've gone. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, to me, this is, he's being a little oblique about it. He's not. Very much so. All right. So I'm not mad at that. Yeah, very much so. I just, that was just, when I read it, I was like, oh man, but I get it. But. The record is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It it might be actually it is my favorite record on the album. Really? Yeah. There's another one that's second as of right now. I I have not even begun to try to rank anything. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. We'll I get really, there. Yeah. Uh. So next up is "Be Yourself," uh, featuring Frank Ocean's mom. Uh huh. This is kind of unnecessary when you replay it over and over again, but it fits in the concept, which is. Right, it's like yeah. who is Frank Ocean? Right, is yeah. he gay? Is he straight? Is he weird? Is he normal? Is, is he, he on drugs? Is, is he, he on drugs? Gay? Is he sober? And Andre's returned to gangster verse, pretty much. <laughs> right, so like when you hear this the first time through, and if you're paying attention to lyrics, it totally, like it obviously segues perfectly into the beginning of solo. Yeah, but yeah, it does. On repeat listens, I'm kind of like, okay, skip. Like I don't yeah. need to hear Frank's mom. Mm-hmm. No offense mm-hmm. to Frank's mom, but let's talk about solo then. Yeah. Oh, this song is freaking great. Yeah, people like this song. Oh, um, this chorus, man. The choruses and the melodies on this album are crazy. Um, there's no percussion to speak of on this song at all. I think this could, I don't, maybe not single. When he performs these songs live, the entire crowd is going to sing along to this, especially that hook. I've seen a lot of people say that this is their favorite, early favorite. Solo's great. Um, I feel like when he performs a lot of these records, he just needs to sit in the middle of the stage, sit in Indian style <laughs> with some chick. With, she doesn't have a red rose there. She has a sunflower in her hair. Like, listen, 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 listen. Shout out to all, shout out to all my hipster homegirls. Like, this reminds me of, like, this whole album just reminds me of hipster girls. Like, it just sounds like I need to hear this around some, like, 24-year-old who's still searching for herself. Like she's gonna be able to like completely identify with this project and then tell me what it means, cause I'm not crazy about solo, but it's I'm not like 
Oh, why is that your favorite? Why is that a great song? Like, I get it. You it's know just what? not for me. Like, a lot of this album sounds like I'm going to like this in three months. What I think about was actually interesting for this album is like, so everybody's, everybody's going back to college right now, back to school. Mm-hmm. And at least for me, like when I went to college, I listened to a lot of different music all of a sudden for the first time. I got yeah. into stuff that I was never into. Yeah. There's going to be some college freshman who is going to discover Frank Ocean through this album right now and as, he's, as he or she is going through their feels because they're 17 or 18 and don't know anything. Yeah. That, that is going to be an incredible experience. They're going to lose their mind to this album. I love Solo. I think it's great. And you're right. I have seen people like that as a standout. For we hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.